What is up, everybody? Welcome to Root Advice Live on this Friday. It's Friday. You know what? I'm in a great mood tonight. I feel wonderful because it's 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 Friday. There's an energy about Fridays that I love. I remember back in the single days, I just look forward to it. You just had that extra, what's the word I want to use? Oomph in the evening. And I wasn't planning on going live tonight, but you know what? That energy is contagious and I wanted to talk to everybody. And like I said, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. Everybody, welcome to the to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about, per your request, what I went ahead and did is ask my Facebook following, like, hey, I'm going to go live tonight. What do you folks want to talk about? Many of you said dating, dating apps, dating tips for men and women. Well, I'm going to go ahead and talk about that. I've talked about that before in the past, but again, it's a, it's a topic that I love talking about because, again, I think... When I entered the dating world at 39, again, I hadn't dated since really 1997. I was just with one person my entire life. And then um, here I am at 39 in the dating world. I had no idea what the hell was going on. It was a different world. And I thought, you know what? Let me just attack this with the old school mentality. And I had a successful dating life. I, I say that all the time. I don't mind bragging about it. I did. Excuse me. I had a wonderful dating life. And I'm going to prove that to y'all. I'm going to share that with you. I'm going to share some tips. And I even, this is what I did for y'all, because this is how much I care. I want everybody to have a good dating life. And if my tips help, I hope they do. But I actually logged into my old Match account, <laughs> the old Match account. And I actually have it here. And I'm going to share my dating profile with you. And I'm going to share with you my inbox and all the messages I received to prove to you that I know what the hell I'm talking about. And if you listen to me, you may have a better, you know what? Your wildest dreams are going to come true is what's going to happen. But I need everybody to do me a favor first. If you're on TikTok, please, right now, tap the screen. I want everybody to tap it for at least a good 30 seconds. Get those hearts in. I want people to join this conversation. I want this to be fun. I want us to just talk and share ideas. And this is a no judgment zone, okay? I see some kind of some bitter comments already in, in the chat and a few other areas. And no, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to be insulting people. I'm not going to be attacking anybody or saying people on dating apps or desperate people now. No, we don't need any of that. So again, not happening, but again, I'm going to share my dating tips. So again, thank you for tapping the screen. Everybody here on YouTube, on Facebook, you know, please super chats are, available, are, are definitely welcome, but also put some comments there. I'll get to your comments a bit, answer your questions and go from there. But I find it odd because I just wish people had a different perspective. Maybe it's just the, the old school mentality with mine, but dating, there seems to be a huge mass of people online that have given up on it, period. They're just totally giving up on women or they've totally given up on men. And I try to focus with the men piece because again, young men, I get it can be frustrating. It was frustrating back in the day for me as well, but there's just, this, there seems to be this animosity and anger when it comes to dating, like, oh, the hell with women. I'm just going to get money and get my stuff and be single for the rest of my life. I'm like, okay. I remember at one point in my life when I was young, when I got heartbroken, I thought the same thing. We've all thought the same thing. Hell, Alice Cooper wrote a song called No More Mr. Nice Guy. So we've all been in that place. But now you have social media and I guess you, you have like a family, a tribe of other guys who are just hurt and angry like you. So now you have a community and it's it, it serves its purpose. OK, guys, it serves its purpose, but you don't want to delve in that space for too long because misery loves company. And again, dating apps. I found this again. I had never been on a dating app in my life until I was single. And I have to admit, while I was married, I think anybody who was married in the 2000s, 
two tens that you were curious, man, if I was single, I wonder what my market value would be. I wonder what women I would attract. Because again, it's a new thing. It's easy. And in my opinion, it's very lazy. But I was like, wow, we don't have to approach women no more. You don't have to go to the clubs. You don't have to dress up, smell good, look good. You don't have to do any of that. It's just you just go on the app and just talk to them, text. That's easy as hell. So that was kind of like my mindset. So and when I went on to the dating apps, I, I'm going to share my profile right now, okay, with everybody. So if you're on TikTok, you're not going to see it, okay? But if you want to see my dating profile and everything I'm going to show you, you have to go to Facebook, Rude Device on Facebook, or you have to go to YouTube and check it out, okay? But I want to show you everybody my, my dating profile here. Let me log, let me share screens right here. And again, this is back from 2019. I haven't been on here since 2019 since I met my love, which there we go. So let's look, everyone talks about pictures, all right? So let's look at the pictures here. Look at my pictures. I want to show you my pictures. Uh, I don't know if you can see that, but there I am. There's me with my arms crossed. I'm smiling. I had a YouTube channel. That's my YouTube channel name. I'm at a theater, but I want you to look at this picture. Yes, take a look at it, but it's nothing out of the ordinary. And by the way, everybody, I'm not six foot, okay? I am 5'8". All right, I don't make six figures. I have a good career, but I, I don't make six figures. So the three sixes, when I hear that, I don't even have a six pack. I have a dad bod. So when I hear the three sixes, yes, if you had all that, it, it does make your dating life a little bit, I don't want to say easier, but it, it you don't need that to have a successful dating life. But again, what I wanted to communicate with these photos, and I'll tell you that in a bit, but there's one picture. Uh, here's another. There's me smiling right there. Let me see if I can expand this real quick. There we go for everybody to see. I'm smiling right there. I used to do movie reviews for a local station here on Ken's Five. I did like maybe four of them for a period of time. So there's me at a local uh, dressed up nice jeans and a blazer at a local station. There was me uh, dressed as Negan. I love Negan. Everyone said I look like Negan. So I wore that. I got laid quite often, believe it or not. Here's me in the car. I hate car selfies, but there I am smiling. The car selfie right there. And where's another one? Here at a YouTube concert. There I am right there smiling. And this one was one of my favorites here. This is me reading a book. The book is titled The Handbook for the Recently Deceased. <laughs> so what did I want to tell women on this dating app, right? What did I want to do? One, I love movies. Okay, so every photo, there's a theme. And guys, you have to understand. Yeah, hold on. Everybody who's on TikTok, you have to go to my YouTube page. I'm live on YouTube and on Facebook. I'm sharing the screens. You're not going to be able to see it. You can hold on on TikTok here and catch the live later. It'll be up there, but you have to go to YouTube or uh, Facebook. Go to Root Advice on YouTube or Facebook, and you can see what I'm talking about, okay? But anyway, the photos, they're not, they're, they're, I hand selected these purposely, right? Because again, I wanted to showcase to the women. When they saw the photos, I was telling a story. And the story was, I love movies, all right? And I'm a, I'm a fun, charismatic guy. And guys, what you have to understand is that women are like detectives. That's why they like that, you know, dateline murder mystery BS on Friday nights, okay? They love solving mysteries. They love putting pieces together. That's just a woman's nature. How many times have you heard a woman say, all we need is a name. We'll look up all his background, where he works, if he's married or not. They love solving shit. Okay, so you have to use that to your advantage. So if you notice, there's purposely background photos here. Like I always put like what I loved in the background. So when they're looking at these photos, they're looking at me with the shirts I'm wearing and they're looking at the background, the movies, the where I've been, things, etc. 
So they know a lot about me. They knew a lot about me. And if guys, if you love cars, you like going to concerts, things like that, have that be your world, have that be your, your theme. Post those pictures, like some of the best pictures. You don't want to be drunk in these pictures or with another woman, but showcase these pictures of items that you love, whatever you, it is you love. Fishing, post a picture with a, you holding a bass. I don't care what women say. If that's what you love and you're happy doing that, then do it. it but it's you, okay? Make it, make it as individualized and personalized to you, okay? Two, here. The other theme here is what am I doing in every single one of these photos? I'm smiling. I'm smiling. Guys, you need a fucking smile. You can't be coming on these dating apps with these like, for those of you in the podcast, you can't see, but I'm doing like the gangster face, you know, like that, or like the mean face, making that hardcore face like I don't take shit. Okay, I know you don't take shit, but man, no one's going to be attracted to your scowling face. You know, you have to smile. Women love a good smile. And you have to smile, please. And just to kind of give you some background, my teeth were horrible back in my teens and 20s. And then I got Invisalign. And I noticed right away, because when I used to smile back in the day, I used to kind of cover my mouth because I was ashamed of how bad, crooked my teeth were. But the moment I got Invisalign, which was, I think I was 28 when I got it. They came out, I needed to wear them for like a couple of years, but it came out in my 30s. And I swear to you, the difference in how women reacted to me when I smiled, it freaked me out. Like they looked at me and their eyes lit up. I'm like, oh my God, I guess a smile makes a big difference. So if you have bad teeth, I had them too, get them fixed. If they're not white, get some white in your brush your teeth, go to the dentist. They, I'm pretty sure they got a package. Take care of your teeth. A good set of healthy teeth, dude, I'm telling you, will go a long way. But again, smile in your photos. Have some type of uh, uh, message. Tell a story is what you're supposed to do, okay? So those are my photos. And again, for those watching on TikTok, I know you can't see it. But again, uh, you can go and check it out later. Um, later on, whenever you want to go check the replay, it's going to be up after this live. Yes, no filters. And again, I'm guys tend to not use filters. If you do, that's weird because I've never, I've never once used one, but yeah, don't use filters guys. But on the side note, the opposite side of that, ladies, my God, ladies to all the ladies listening here, do not put those filters on and post those photos up. Okay. Because some of you have that filter mod up to like 10 and you look like a cartoon character. You need to take that down. I mean, use it, but be very, you know, go to a two, go to a three. That's nothing wrong with that. But when you look like a cartoon character, yeah, you have to be careful with that. All right. You have to, you can't have it that full blast. <laughs> I have to tell a story this one time. And this is back, like I said, 2017, when I, 26, 2016, when I started getting on these dating apps. At 39, and I'm like, man, these I didn't know the ins and outs of these photos and what to do, right? But, uh, and I'll stay on pictures for a second here. And this woman, she looked beautiful, like in these photos. And then I'm at the bar, and like, I'm, hey, we're gonna go out, we're gonna have a good time. I'm at the bar waiting for her. And she's like, hey, I just got here. I'm like, okay, what dress are you wearing? She goes, oh, you'll see. And I'm like, right, I'm at the bar. And I'm looking, and this woman walks in, and I'm like, who the hell is that? I'm like, is that her Thea? It looks like her older sister. Who the hell is that? I'm like, holy shit, it's her. It's her. Oh, my God. So that was my first experience with filters is that, yes, filters can make you look gorgeous and all these other items. But again, it's not accurate. She was older. 
and more wrinkly. And there's nothing wrong with that. But again, I was totally like in shock when I saw the real her. Hey, Desi, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So ladies, be careful with those filters. All right. You don't want, use them, but use them sparsely. You just be very uh, uh, marginal with them. You don't go over the top with that. Same with guys. And speaking of pictures, I'm going to stay on the pictures real quick. There's rules when it comes to pictures for everybody listening. Pictures should be no older than 12 months from the date of you posting it. Okay. You can't go back five years. You can't go back when you were in high school and had hair. You can't go back 10 years or when you were thinner. You have to use photos that are recent, 12 months or less. That is it. Some people are saying no older than three months. I guess three months is doable, but I mean, how much can a person change within 12 months? I mean, I guess that's a trick question with COVID and everything like that. People got really uh, big or whatever the case in COVID, but I say 12 months, three months. I mean, for a woman, that's easier. Guys don't take photos that often. All right. We don't take photos that often to where we have at least eight good photos in three months time. So you got to keep that in mind. All right. All right. And somebody says, love wrinkles on a woman. Yeah, of course. But again, don't lie about it. All right. Don't lie and say you don't have them on, on your dating profile and then you do okay so just be be honest with yourself and to everybody whoever you are be the best version of you but don't lie all right so again i say 12 months from from the date you're using it some women are saying three but i'm saying 12 uh no filters no filters as i mentioned no no filters for men and women uh three full body pictures you have to put a full body. Ladies, if you don't put a full body photo, guys aren't going to click on you. Guys want to see the full package. They want to see the booty. They want to see everything about you. You have to. Guys, same thing, full body photos. So you have to post that. Of course, you have the smiles, you can do all that, but you have to put a full body photo. All right? And I get ladies, you may be kind of shy because you're bigger, whatever the case is. No, own that shit. Guys love curvy women, but own it. So, I mean, it... Don't lie about yourself. It's like guys lying about their height on these dating apps. And then you see them in the, oh, what the hell happened? So it's like, why would you do that? Just be honest with yourself with who you are and somebody will come around. All right, there you go. Uh, so, uh, the other item is no pictures with your friends, no group photos. It's confusing because sometimes you, the person who has this profile, you're not standing out. Your other friends are like, where is he at? Like, why is he posting a photo of, of him and his friends at a wedding? You know, there are women out there, and I've had many female friends who were players, man. If you have a group photo and one of the guys in your group photo is hot, she'll purposely date you to get to that guy. So you got to be careful with that. Yeah, there's some, there's some people that are like horrible out there. But again, it's the truth. So don't, what you don't want to do is these profiles, if, if I can just describe it to you, this is your real estate. This is your space that you're paying, what, 40? Well, I don't know what it is now, 40 bucks a month to, to showcase who you are. Put all the attention to you. Like, don't confuse the audience and put your hot friend in the background or whatever the case is. So no group photos. Got it? We're good. And same for you ladies, too. If you have a hot friend, I've done that myself back in the day. Like, if I wasn't attracted to you, but I liked your friend in that photo, I was going to purposely talk to you to get to her. And I did a few times. So again, it goes both ways. Uh, also, no photos with your kids. Did I have two kids? I say I have kids in my, in my summary, but I have no pictures of my friends. Ladies, I know your kids are your world. I'm a parent myself, but don't put photos of your kids on your profile. It's just like, ugh. 
there's like there's guys out there who will date you if you have kids okay so you can bring them up in discussion or bring them up in your in your summary your bio but putting your kids out there on a dating app for me there's safety concerns um i'm very protective of my kids so as a parent i'm thinking why are you showcasing your kids on a dating app and it, again parenting everyone has their own way to go about it i'm not judging but it's an immediate turnoff for me. And I never dated a woman who purposely put her kids on a dating app in their, in their photos. Again, tell me you have kids. There's a questionnaire. I'll go with that, but don't showcase them. Again, there's so many crazy cycles in the internet. And again, I'm very protective about my kids and showing their faces. Uh, let's see everyone here on TikTok saying, I'm a teacher. Please don't put your kids on there. It's not safe. There you go. I don't post my kids on dating profiles. Oh, there you go. Got it. One guy put a picture of his ex. Yeah, that's another thing. If you post a photo and it's purposely cropped, like a jagged crop, abrasive crop, and we know you were at a wedding and that was your girlfriend, but her hands are still popping up on the other side, that's lazy. That's lazy. I mean, well, actually, nowadays, they have Photoshop AI. You can probably just type in remove female to my left. And she's gone. <laughs> but back in the day, cropping them or just cutting them, it's not going to work. So don't. that's just lazy, gentlemen and women. All right. Don't do that. It's, it's a turnoff. And again, as women who are really into the details, there's some men out there who are. I am. Maybe it's my ADHD, but I, I look at that as well. Okay. Of course, I've already said smile. You, you have to smile, guys. You have to smile, ladies. You have to smile, too. Because there's a lot of times you post photos and you're in that card like this. Look at my face. Like she, and I see those photos and I'm like, damn, somebody fucked her up, man. She's pissed. She's the last person I want to piss off. It's like, don't be that way. Smile. Like, <laughs> like what is that going to do, man? <laughs> don't. Oh, and okay. And other photos, guys. Well, again, everyone's dating for their own reasons. I always try, if you look at my photos, again, that I showed already, there was nothing sexualized. Like, uh, even if I had abs or anything like that, I wouldn't be taking photos, shirtless abs. Guys, stop taking the shirtless photos in your restroom. And if you do, you're not going to, I mean, it's not going to work. You're not going to have a successful dating profile life. But check the damn background. Some of y'all leave turds in that toilet. It's a mess. I'm telling you, women, look at the backgrounds. I've already said that already in this podcast. They look at the backgrounds. Double check the backgrounds before you post it. And you ladies, sometimes you leave your toys that you use in the shower in the background too. I've seen that myself. So just check your background. I guess this goes for both. But again, I'm talking to the guy specifically because again, um, everything worked for me. But again, <laughs> At the beach is fine. I mean, that's 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 a normal situation. Someone's asking in the comments here. Um, the beach, that's perfectly suitable. Same thing for women. Guys, no hats, no sunglasses. Did you see any hats or sunglasses in my photos? My profile works. If you're watching this on YouTube or any, anywhere else, listen to what I'm talking about, okay? And if you don't believe me, if you're watching on YouTube, check this out. This is my old... This is my old inbox. This is dated 11, 10, 19 to May 30th when I signed on. Every single one of these emails is a message from a woman saying she wants to meet with me. 
And I deleted a lot of them. But this is, it works. Okay, so it, it, when guys tell me dating apps are, they don't work for me, it sucks. No, it's easy, dude. If you're doing it right, you're going to have a successful dating life. I mean, she's not on here. She sent, she messaged me November 10th of 2019. But dudes, it works. And there's your proof. That's, that's at least 40 messages right there. And I deleted maybe 50. So there you go. Um, real quick. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah, that's from the past. Uh, everyone's saying that's from 2019. It says uh, May 30th of 2019 when I signed on and May 10th, uh, 2019. I met my love witch on Hinge. So I deactivated my accounts in December. So that's why these are 2019. Okay. So, yeah, these are old, of course. I'm not on a dating app now. Are you crazy? No, hell no. Okay, so, yeah, guys, no shirtless photos on the internet. I mean, if you have a great body, that takes discipline. Good for you, but a beach setting would be appropriate. I think that's fine, but women can see your body through your clothes. You know, leave a little to the imagination. And for ladies, if you over-sexualize your posts, like, you know, you're just putting booty pictures up, like, you know, the whole gym thing where you're putting photos up, if you want guys to see your ass, that's all they're going to see. I'm telling you, if you want to be taken seriously, like, hey, this is somebody I want to date and introduce to my mother, then don't post photos out like that. I mean, you can do what you want, right? You can post whatever you want. But from a guy's point of view, I have no reason to lie. If you're po posting nothing but like cleavage and your booty on these on your profiles, that's all our guys are focusing on. And you know what? We're screenshotting that and sending it to our friends like, hey, I'm going to hook up with her later. Or I'm going to go out with her later. So don't do that. I would love to be a guest with you. Hey, why not? Let's see. Who are you? Owner, operator, boutique, skincare. All right. Not like the creeps in the back page of Craigslist. Oh, I don't know why anybody would go to Craigslist. I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. Yes, uh, I did meet my love, my love witch on Hinge. And um, what if I can find her photo? Uh, she, again, her photo, I love a woman with a sense of humor. And uh, her profile photo was her acting like a, a, a velociraptor. And I'm like, oh my God. Ladies, guys love a woman with humor, a sense of humor. So again, you can't go wrong with that. Okay. So now that I've, talking, I've spoken about photos, the, the do's and don'ts, uh, I'm going to talk about the bio. Okay, and your profile, the bio, your summary. I'm going to read my summary. And again, <laughs> this is just me. Okay, this is just me. A movie lover with a positive outlook on life. I especially love horror and thrillers and comic book movies. I also have a sense of humor that will knock you to the ground metaphorically. Very charismatic, so be careful. What you see is what you get, so approach with caution. Smiley face emoji. I also enjoy hiking at the time I did. Yeah. Working out and trying new things. I am up for whatever. I love my life. I have two amazing teenage kids, a great career and a hobby with a ton of opportunities with that, excuse me, and a great career and a hobby that is opening a ton of great opportunities for me. I am not in a rush for anything serious. I prefer to take my time to get to know somebody first. Fun fact. I once helped a small village of Santa Boco defeat the infamous outlaw El Guapo. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. 
here's a fun fact. I'm a local movie critic and watch a ton of movies. So if you love going to the movies or having movie nights, I'm your guy. That's my profile. And again, it's, it's selling my personality. It's selling who I am. And again, when you read it, there should be a tone. There should be a feeling somebody has when they leave your profile, okay? If you come off bitter, like, don't be wasting my time. You, know, you have to be six, 36, 24, 36. I mean, they're immediately going to dismiss you and just say no. If you come off angry, like, I'm out here, but like, uh, I'm looking for a real, a real woman, not like this trash. All these horrible profiles that you see, don't, don't sell that, okay? Because again, if guys, if you don't know this, women, a lot of them feel that they're very spiritual and imp they're, they're empaths. And they feel energy. So again, how you have to make a woman feel comfortable and safe. I feel like this is common sense. I mean, they put these TikToks out there for everybody to see. They're into astrology and spiritualism. So again, it's all about feelings and how you make them feel. And if they, if they read, if they visit your profile and they get a tone of you're just angry and bitter, it's not going to work. All right. That's why you don't have any success. And I've actually, I used to do audits on profiles. And I'm like, hey, help me with my profile. I used to look at them. And a lot of times they were horrible because the tone came off very heartbroken. Like this guy's heartbroken. He's not over his ex. And you can, you can read it in his, in his summary. So again, your profile should be a synopsis of who you are and a tone that screams you. That tone that they read in, in your profile sh it should be the same feeling when they meet you. All right. Uh, either way, majority of people are fake is what one person says. Of course, everybody. I mean, yeah, that's why I've always said, I mean, you want to be careful when you meet somebody. Don't let your guard down. Don't be saying I love you within three weeks and moving into his place in a month and getting a fucking pet or you giving him money so, so he can put a down payment on his Mustang. Don't be doing any of that. Take the time to get to know somebody because, again, eventually they are fake. Protect yourself. Right. So, yeah, there are fake people out there. Just be very selective with who you allow in your life and who you sleep with. What degrees do you have? I have a PhD, a player hater degree. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> anyway, so again, that's the tone, guys. It should be that. And ladies, same goes for you. Just because you're pretty and you're hot and you just you have nothing in your bio, that's lazy. That's just telling me as a guy on the market, okay, she thinks she can just get a, a message in an, like a... Uh, interested, uh, like a green, what is it? Green swiping left? Like, oh, she thinks I'm just going to message her in the swipe left because she's pretty. If you have no bio, I'm not going to waste my time with you because again, looks are great and all, but again, that, that all, that, that excitement with looks kind of wears off if you have no personality. All right. Women are honest on the app and men, excuse me, men, women are so honest on the app and the men front. I've seen women pull all kinds of honest stuff on there. Okay. Intel <laughs> uh, Tracy says, join late. Did you already talk about which dating apps are the best? Uh, not yet. I mean, as far as, again, I was on the dating apps from 2016 to 2019. I mean, 2020 more or less. If you just, it was one month shy of a whole year. The, the apps, I mean, how can I say this? I was never on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> no, was never on plenty of fish. Uh, Tinder was fun, uh, but again, it's like a hookup app. I hooked up a lot on on Tinder. Uh, Match was also very successful for me. 
uh, uh, I would meet women and we would go out for maybe a couple months or so. Match was very successful for me. Like I said, if you look at, I'm sharing screens here. Those are all my inbox messages from women back in the day, all this. So it match was very successful for me. Uh, but hinge had just, well, I just discovered hinge in 2019 and that's where I met my love, witch, and that's how everything happened. And that's how we ended up happily ever after we met on hinge. So hinge was great for me. I tried bumble. Bumble always had a lot of white women and white women never were attracted to me because I was never tall enough. Women, a lot of white, a lot of white women are very tall compared to Latinas and they like tall guys. And that was never, that was never going to, was never going to work. So only dated one white girl. I tried to date many, but a lot of them said no. But match, yes. There you go. So again, the bio, you want to have proper grammar. Again, grammar, please, guys. There's sometimes I see your, your post. Proofread it. Now they have uh, Grammarly or Grammarly. They have apps that they can check the, the grammar and the spelling. That's great. That wasn't available back when I was doing this. So make sure the grammar's okay. There's the difference between your and your Okay, <laughs> so be sure the grammar is great because women nitpick on that as well. We all have, again, the tone. Be sure you sell yourself with the, the bio. It should be fun. It should be engaging. Uh, also, if you have a female friend, have her proofread it, okay? And if you download the app on a Sunday evening because Saturday you just were dateless and you said, I'm going to go ahead and do an app and create a profile, it should take you a few days to build a profile again, to find great pictures. And you should be writing a couple of drafts of your, of your summary, because there's going to be people who want to read it. If they're interested in your pictures, they're going to go, Oh, well, let me read about them. So invest some time to write a few drafts about it. And then if you have a, a female friend, send it to her like, Hey, what do you think? Have a, get some feedback from women, your sister. I don't care. Just put it out there. And the, the more feedback you get, the better off you'll be. That's what I would do as well. Cause I had a lot of female friends like, Hey, take a look at this. What do you think? It worked on you, right? <laughs> Joking, etc. But so again, have somebody proofread it, okay? Invest time in it. You should at least invest a few days, three days tops before you hit go live on your profile. Honest truth. There you go. That's what I have with the dating profile pics. Um, now I want to talk about dating. Well, let's kind of rewind here. Let's say you, you built a solid profile and, and you got women messaging you. Like, I, again, I had women messaging me as well. And believe it or not, when it came to like women, obviously when I would message them, they weren't interested in me. I noticed there was a common thread. Like whenever you did match with somebody and she never sent a message, I remember saying, hey, how's it going? Or like, uh, what, are you, what are you doing? Hi, my name's Rudy. What are you doing? Like something of that effect, something generic. And I would never get a response. I would never get a response like, "Good, how's it going? Like, hey, what's up? Never got a response. And I remember one of my female friends says, no, you have to talk about their body. And you have to talk about something that's on their spotting to get their attention. And she goes, we're at, we're at, I was at a happy hour with some female friends. And she goes like this one, tell her she's got a great ass. I'm like, no, that's rude. She goes, just tell her she's got a great ass. And I'm like, okay. And I go, man, you've got an amazing ass. Within 20 seconds, baby, thank you so much. Oh, hi. I'm like, oh my God, it works. <laughs> so it works. I mean, there are some women out there that love you calling out some features in their body and complimenting them because I don't know, it just worked. What can I say? But uh, for, so the most part, a lot of women who responded to me, they were more or less in the chat saying something to the effect like, hey, I got, I got that Three Amigos reference or I love that movie. So you like movies, what's your favorite movie? 
if we were to go on a date, what would you recommend? Things like that. So I remember that all my, uh, uh, all the items I spoke about with movies that kind of triggered their interest. And they would ask me questions like, what's your top three movies? I'm like, Oh, okay. So it kind of started out that way. It wasn't sexual. I'm going to admit, I have no damn game. I have no game when it comes to flirting with anybody. But again, it was just, we, we talked about our interests and it kind of went into there. Then I started flirting, but I've got no pickup game whatsoever. And guys speak with confidence. That's another thing. A lot of women were impressed with me when it came to my vernacular, because I remember as well, I, re, I would ask them, what are you doing this Saturday? And they, some of them would say, no, I don't got no plans. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. And I would tell them, go, well, good. You're meeting me on, you're, you're meeting me Saturday. We're, we're meeting up at eight. We're going to be at this place. And I'm going to, I'm going to buy you, I'm going to buy you a few drinks. And they're like, oh my God, that, that's so nice. The confidence. And they were really excited because I took the initiative and then took, took the authoritative approach and said, no, okay, you have no plans. Were you going to meet me here? I didn't give them a choice. I told them you're going to meet me here. And it worked. That worked a lot. She goes, you'd be surprised how many guys are just so pussyfooting around and not really aggressive. I, we, I love men who are assertive. That's what we want. And I kept hearing that all the time. And that's, and that's just me. And again, I attribute that to my generation where I came from. I hadn't dated it since the 90s. And I just took that 90s approach to the dating world. And I think that, and I know that's what made me successful in the, in the dating space. Uh, women love being around me. I love making, they loved laughing. I love making them laugh. They always had a good time with me. And that takes us to the, the actual date. When you actually go on the date itself. Guys, you can't be hoping this is the next, this is your future wife. You can't be dreaming that this is going to be the woman you're going to marry, have kids with. You can't put any expectations on the dates because it's going to end horribly. Think of it like a movie. Have you ever gone to a movie and before the movie, you saw all these trailers. You were so excited about this damn movie. You're thinking it's, it's going to be the greatest movie ever. Everyone's hyping it up. And then you go see it and I go, that sucks. That movie sucked. And it, a lot of times our own expectations get in the way of the actual experience. That happens all the time. So guys, do not have any expectations about the date. You're not, don't think about hooking up. Don't think about getting laid. Don't think about she's we're gonna she's gonna we're gonna fall in love and have kids. Throw all that shit aside and just let the evening happen. Enjoy the moment and let nature kind of just go with the flow. Ride it out and see where it takes you. If you go into a date with no expectations, there's no pressure. And if there's no pressure, you get to be you and just enjoy the moment. And maybe it'll be a 30-minute date, maybe it'll be an hour date. Who knows? But if you're just natural and just comfortable, again, like I told you, I am not a spiritual guy, but I know what many women have told me. They're empaths, right? They like, they like astrology. They can sense other people's feelings. And if you're nervous and just kind of like uh, unsure about yourself, they feel that. It's kind of like when you're going to work and somebody's presenting you know, the, the, the numbers from the last quarter and they're nervous as hell. Everybody gets nervous in the meeting. It's the same thing in, in a date. So if you're not comfortable in your own skin and you're nervous, you're going to more or less sabotage the evening. You got to be yourself. You got to be perfect and just be natural and just have fun with it. And I never put women or never put pressure on them. I let them dictate the evening. My job was to be charismatic, feed them tacos because women love to eat, get them, like, give them drinks and see where they wanted to go. And they more or less dictated the evening if we we're going to hook up or not. And most times we did. Sometimes we did it, 
But a lot of times, and I'll never forget this compliment. A lot of women told me this, you make me feel safe. You're putting no pressure on me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like physical danger? She says, no, no, no. You're just, you're not throwing any signs of pressure me, corner me, or you're not giving me any ultimatums. You're not angry. I sense that you're a happy guy who loves his life. He's, he's happy. He's divorced. He loves his job. He loves what he does. I've never met people who are just happy with life. And you just, you make me feel safe. And I, I'll never forget hearing that. And I heard that many times. I'm like, well, do guys not make you feel safe? Is that something that's not common? Because I thought I'm just being natural. It's like, no, many guys are, are not like that. And a, lot of, a lot of times we have a cheat code to our friends. We'll text them like, hey, text me, say my kid's sick or like a, uh, like an abort code or something of that nature. And I, I will, I'll never forget that. It was a wonderful compliment. One of the best I've ever had. Uh, see women here in the chat are saying, oh my God, thank God for masculine energy. Just be a man, dude. Be a man. And I get with young, and my heart goes out to young men, any guys who were born after the year 2000, because uh, I'm, I had my dad in my life and I didn't have social media. Social media is so damn confusing. There's so many toxic masculinity videos and what men shouldn't do, what men are, what they should be, and who they're not. I think it's all bullshit. Uh, I think as long as you have good moral character and a good moral compass, and you're, you're fine. You're fine. But again, be a man. But it's, it's so hard for younger men to identify what that is. And I think that that's a problem nowadays. Jade Shear says, let's talk about a great first date where you both want to go out again. Then you ask him and he basically states he's holding out for something better. How about giving it more than one shot? Well, I mean, okay. First dates, I always went with drinks. And I know a lot of women out there may not like that, but first dates, I was <laughs> I was a single dad working four jobs, trying to make ends meet. I didn't have a lot of money. So I went with first dates of being with drinks and maybe appetizers at the bar. That was for us to get, in, get to know each other and hit see where it went. And if we hit it off, then we get the big date for the second date. Because uh, I don't recommend a first date to be dinner because it's so damn awkward. It's bright. And you're eating. Maybe you're not picking a meal that you would normally eat because you don't want him to think you're a pig. Or guys, you're just eating something very soft and basic because you don't want to spit when you're talking. Then, you, oh my God, I ruined the date. So I think a dinner date for a first date is a horrible approach because it just feels very uncomfortable. So I said, let's go have drinks. So I'd always go to a bar, a nice bar, you know, where the lights are a little bit dim. We've all been to quinceaneras, right? We've all been to weddings. We all know when the lights dim, everyone's like, ah, everyone gets excited and starts doing the electric slide, right? Because the inhibitions are kind of down. So I went to bars that are very nice. We had a couple of drinks and see where it went, see where, where it went. That's the best approach. And, and again, it's, if it didn't work out, you can have one drink and say, you know what? I'm not feeling this. I'm going to go about my way. No harm, no foul. So if anybody's asking like for first dates for me, I spent maybe a hundred bucks for a first date. And that was just drinks and some appetizers. And, you know, that was maybe less sometimes, but again, I would buy a round, she'd buy a round. They'd offer to buy a round. So again, it was very, it wasn't expensive. And after that, you know, depending on what we did, it added up, of course, but it doesn't have to be like a five course meal, flowers and 500 bucks. I mean, you're going, you're leading with your wallet and it's, that's not the way to go about doing it. So you see, there's some women here saying, I refuse to go on first dinner dates. Hey, I get it. I, some, some women do, some guys don't, I, it's not for me. So I just had a first date and it was a lunch date. Oh, I wouldn't do lunch dates. That's so, that's where you meet your friends. I don't like coffee dates. I don't like lunch dates. 
It's so informal. I like a romantic t- evening adult atmosphere. I don't want to meet you at Starbucks and there's like a people being interviewed for jobs over here and there's like families around us, crying kids. I want us to dress up a little bit. And I mean, not be super dressed up, but I want us to be dressed up and go out somewhere where there's adults and have an adult evening. So I don't do lunches or I don't do coffee. That's just, that was never for me. But he has drinks, I'll, you know, and I'm buying. What do you want? Oh, I've never seen that drink. What is that called? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if, you, if you guys don't click on the first date, so what? There's, I mean, don't approach it with a mindset of uh, scarcity. I mean, just think of it as abundance. Okay, if it's not for you, I'll move on to the next guy. No, no harm, no foul. That's the way I saw it. There are many women who didn't want to date me because I, I was divorced or I had, uh, uh, I had a healthy relationship with my ex-wife or kids. Oh, that's too much drama, too much baggage. I'm like, okay, no harm, no foul. You're divorced. I don't believe you. You're lying. Okay, well, I don't have to prove myself to you. But eventually I started doing it for fun. I'm like, I have the decree right here. You want to see the decree? And like, oh, he's got the decree. So there's also why they don't believe guys are divorced is because there's a lot of married men who are lying and saying they're divorced when they're not. So FYI. Dancing's cool too. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dancing is fun. I have learned to dance guys. You have to learn how to dance, especially how to two-step learn how to country dance. If country dancing is the way to go. Don't be doing this hip hop BS where you're just standing there holding a drink while she does a Nicki Minaj impression in front of your pants. Go dance lead. Did you video chat before meeting them? I did it with my love, witch a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, video chat saved me lots of time and money. That's a good idea. It's a very good idea. See, Charles, again, tacos equals gas. Well, not everybody is like, uh, has like, like, what's it called? Irritable bowel syndrome or anything like that, but never had that problem. Wondering, wonder this world 97 says doing speed dating at the end of the month. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Those can be fun. Honestly, get a better impression of someone than a dating app. You know what? I've never attended that or been part of that. There's a local, uh, uh, dating coach here called the dating coach, Dr. Dating coach. He's been wanting to collab, but he hosts, you know, um, speed dating. I think I ought to go and just record, maybe do some videos and just see how that actually went because I couldn't do that. It's not for me. I mean, every, to each their own. I get everyone's schedules different, whatever, whatever works for you. I wish everybody the best, but it's just not for me, but yeah, first dates, it shouldn't be anything, uh, any pressure go about it in a very comfortable space, have no expectations and let the woman dictate the evening. Uh, I always was very, I'm, you know what? I, I will admit I'm a great flirt, but when it came to contact and I was dating around the me too move, me too movement. So I was terrified. So I made sure I never made the first move at all, but I, I usually let the women dictate the evening from the first touch uh, to kissing or like with it, we're going to go to her place or mine. I always led. They always led, but I kind of like uh, took command when I needed to. So let them dictate the evening. But again, no pressure. And if I can just say this, if anything, and ladies, again, there's like 80 women here in the chat here. I want y'all to confirm from you're not. And this worked for me. Gentlemen, if anything, a woman respects more than anything is you knowing what you want and being honest with them. They respect the hell out of that. They may not like what you say, but they respect the hell out of you if you know what you want. 
and you're honest with them. And I figured that out just through going on dates. They always tell me, what are you looking for? You just got divorced. And I told them, look, I'll be honest with you. I never been single as an adult. This is my first time out. I don't know what the fun places are at. I don't know who I am. I'm rediscovering myself. This is the first time I get to just be Rudy and not a husband. So I'm discovering who I am and I'm excited about the journey. I am right now, as of this moment, I am not looking for anything serious. I'm open to it. But right now, that is not my priority. Right now, I just want to meet as many people as I can. And here I am with you and just see where this goes. And you're not looking for anything serious? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I know what I want. I want to explore who I am. I've never been in this dating world. And again, I'm, I just I want to explore me and who I am and meet people along the way and have fun. And there are women who got upset and angry about that. But at the same time, I go, look, and I'm being honest with you, date one, because I don't want to lead you on or waste your time or lie to you. I want you to know exactly upfront what I am and what I'm looking for. So there's no confusion. And if I'm not for you, and if you know this is not what you're looking for, then great. Who, why can't we be friends? Again, I'm divorced. I have no friends. Why can't we just be friends and see how that goes? You know, I don't know where the, the cool bars are at after, after this. I wouldn't know where the hell to take you. Like, what's another cool place we can go? We'll get an Uber. I'll buy drinks. And just be fun about it. No pressure. And they love that. They love that. And again, sometimes it led to just friends with benefits. Sometimes it just led to hooking up. And they go, they go, and they, it was, it was their call. Okay. Let me look at some comments here. I wish I could share this with you, but yes. Um, I like it when a man leads, um, a man needs to lead, but yes, honesty is required. Yes. I totally agree. hundred percent. I agree. And who knows who was in the, who was in his price range. I don't know what that means. We love a guy who was educated. That's who. Uh, this is a good conversation. Good job. Thanks. Uh, know who is in your price range. What does that mean? Okay. I, I love the recently singles. They want to go out and have fun. Love a man who's educated. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Education is king. And guys, uh, don't call her bra or dude or talk. <laughs> or speak with that hip hop vernacular. I mean, maybe some women like that, but if you want a good woman, don't be calling her bra. No, don't do that. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. And for, for those watching, I'm giving you gold. This is solid. This is like advice that coaches would charge thousands of dollars for. And I'm just throwing that out there free for you, for the world to hear and see. Let's see here. What is the deal with women posting pictures of just their pets? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's dumb. I mean, why would you open up a profile and just post pictures of your pets? Uh, I don't get it. Uh, that's, that's no. That's no. But again, be honest with yourself and be honest with what you want. If you're looking for a serious relationship, then tell them that. Tell them that. Uh, but be honest and lead, Okay. And, and don't be a dick. I hope all this helps. I hope this, all this helps you because, again, I, my dating life was fun. I had a blast. There are times where I think about it like, man, I had such a great time. And uh, looking back, I, it was very successful. But at the same time, I saw a lot of guys complaining and bitching. And I would always ask them, well, what are you doing? And they were just very vindictive and heartbroken and bitter. And you can feel that when just talking to them. And then when the drinks start flowing, 
there are women that told me like some guys were very cool at first and then they had a couple of drinks and then they started getting angry and just started just getting like fierce and they can see the anger in their glossy eyes and then they felt scared because the guy apparently he was divorced and still upset about his wife and the alcohol kind of let loose that anger and they're like i gotta get the hell out of here so i guess first things first we go back to the very beginning you have to be in a good place mentally if you're heartbroken you're still not over your ex-wife or that girlfriend that dumped you three years ago then you have no business dating you need to take care of yourself go to therapy go to a men's group session read a book but you need to take care of that because that energy that you're taking is going to radiate through text through messaging and that's why you're not going to have a successful day in life you're going to be blaming women oh they're not giving me a chance whatever but no you come off like a dick man you come off like you're just this angry, bitter person, and they can sense that. I can sense that with you, and I'm a dude. And then when you get the drinks in you, no. So you, you have to work on yourself and be in a good place, okay? You don't have to be six foot. You don't have to be uh, six abs, six, you know, six, six, six pack, and all this other bullshit. In my experience, the people who are the most physically beautiful and fit are the most mentally damaged, and the most envious, some of the most beautiful women I've ever dated who were just gorgeous were the most jealous, vindictive, angry women ever, dude. And just making up scenarios in their head, like, where the fuck did you come up with that? Uh, like, no, where would you, like, seriously. So again, you don't have to have all that. You just have to be a good person and a good person to be around. You have to know how to have a conversation, an, a, a, an educated conversation. You don't have to be a a, a professor or, or like just be just have be well knowledge about things and know how to carry a conversation and that's another thing that i did notice going out into the dating world at 39 there's a lot of women of course because i dated women who couldn't carry a conversation they didn't know how to, to speak they're always more comfortable through chat i they never answered their phone when i, when I called them they preferred not to talk on the phone they preferred via text and i'm like okay i mean i, I would say okay i'm cool with that but there are some conversations when we get to a serious topic where I don't want things lost in translation. So I want to talk to you if we're talking about blank. Uh, and they would be, okay, that's fine. But again, a lot of people don't know how to talk nowadays. They don't know how to converse. They don't know how to, how to have a conversation. There were a lot of women that I dated who were like such strong introverts that they would smoke a J before going out just to kind of just make them comfortable because they were so nervous going out of their house. So you got to deal with that as well. There's a lot of people who are per with personalities. Get to know them. Find out what makes them feel comfortable, what makes them feel uncomfortable. Maybe some women don't like being around in big crowds. That gets their anxiety high. Don't take them to a damn concert then. You know, if they hate being around people, don't take them to like a, a big event where they're shoulder to shoulder. You know, just kind of be cognizant of that because it's not going to be a good time. There's boundaries. I would rather hear a man's voice than a man just texting me. Guys, the women right here just telling you this. Okay. 666 is the devil anyways. Hell yeah. Number of the beast. Rudy had game and I was complimented for having game. Hey, well, thank you, Mr. G. I guess I had game, but it wasn't game game. Like, what's up? You know, that whole LL Cool J licking the lips thing. I didn't have, I didn't have that swag or game or Mac, whatever they call it nowadays. Uh, I was just charismatic, I guess. I don't know. And if you're young and listening to this, uh, a part of this came from the jobs I had as a kid. 
uh, customer service, sales, things like that. I was never a good salesman, you know, but again, as a young person, I got jobs in sales and I learned how to talk to anybody and a man, woman, hot, ugly. It doesn't matter. I talk, I, I know I treat everybody the same. So if you're young and you don't have those skills and talking to people, force yourself out there, go get a job where you have to talk to people like in car sales or something, something in sales. And before you know it, it's not going to be your career. It's not going to be your, your life, but give it six months and you'll, you'll see your communication skills just kind of get polished and go with that. Somebody says you're smart. Well, thank you. I like to think I am. And again, those are from, those are my dating tips for the, the evening. Where am I at? One hour. Wow. Went on for an hour. I was only going to go on for a little bit, but I want to end the night. Somebody asked me about uh, dating stories and I guess I can share some dating stories real quick. Some crazy dating stories. I, I think I have, uh, I have three, two about our hook, our hooking up, but the other one is kind of like where I thought I was going to get killed. Um, going back to the dating apps, I made a, I made a rule about myself after the fact that to never date a woman whose status is separated because separated is dangerous. You don't know the situation. You don't know if there's a psycho ex stalking them on their phone. You know, he, he doesn't want to break up, but she does. You don't know the story. So I, first off, I highly recommend everybody never date a woman or a man who is currently separated or going through a divorce. Let them handle their shit first. And then when all everything's settled and done with, then date them. Okay. But I remember meeting this woman and it was also tied. I learned a valuable lesson. All her, all her photos are just face and cleavage. And this is when I first started dating. I didn't know about full body pictures. She looked thin, but then when I met her, she was a very large woman. And again, that's nothing wrong with that, but it's not my type, but I didn't expect a very large woman. It was like pear shaped. And I'm like, my God, like I didn't expect her to be that large. And anyway, she comes to the, the date she's separated and she's just, hi, she hugs me and she's just kind of doing all this to me. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Uh, let's have a drink. She's okay. And we sit down and she's just touching my leg. And I'm like, okay, uh, like let's, let's kind of chill out. I grabbed her hand and kind of moved it. Like, let's get to know each other first. I don't, I don't know who you are. Uh, let's talk. What do you want to drink? And she's all oh, this and that. And the more we were talking, she kept looking over her shoulder. She kept like looking at her phone and I'm like, are you okay? You have to be anywhere. She's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just, I, you know, I can't wait to see you. I, I just been, I want you. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get killed, mugged. Like, this is a setup. I'm like, this, this is too weird. And I'm like, everyone in the bar can kind of see it. I'm like, let's go sit at this table away from everybody. Maybe she's nervous. I don't know. So we go and I grab her hand because I'm leading her to the table and she starts sort of grabbing my ass. And I'm like, okay, like, whoa, let's go. Let's, let's calm down. <laughs> sit down and we're start talking and she's just super nervous. She goes, can we go to my car? Can we go to my car? I'm like, for what? She goes, I want you. I'm like, like, no, I'm not like that. Okay. This is so odd. I, I, I can't do this. Let's just have another drink. I've, maybe later, but I, you know, buy me a drink first is what I said, <laughs> but not right now. And then all of a sudden her eyes just like, she was facing the door and her eyes just like lit up and like, like terror lit up her face. And I turned around and this dude walks up to me and he goes, are you the guy who's fucking my wife? And I'm like, what? I'm like, no, dude. And he had a wife beater on and he was just this big dude. He's just yelling at me. I can't believe you're fucking with my wife. You motherfucker, you know, we've been married 10 years and I can't believe this shit. Did you know she was married? I'm like, she told me she was getting divorced, man. She told me she was separated. Y'all weren't even living together. 
you fucking liar. I'm like, no, dude, I swear. And in any other situation, think about it in the news stories that you hear out there. How many times have you seen a shooting or something like that happening where a woman who's divorced or getting divorced, the ex-husband comes and just caps everybody when the guy she's dating. I could have got killed that night. I could have. I'm like, dude, I swear to you, we just met like last past week. This is my first time seeing her. I didn't know. I swear. And she's like, I can't believe you came here and followed me. She's like, I followed you on your fucking phone. We have the same plan. And they're yelling at each other. And I'm just like, I get out of the booth. I go to the bar. I go, look, just ring it up already. Just ring it up. I need to get the fuck out of here. It rings up the, the tab. And I just left as they're fighting. And I never heard from her again. Never heard from her again. So at that moment, I made a rule to myself that to never date a woman who is separated or going through a divorce. You're opening a world of trouble for yourself. You're, th there's danger, the drama. You don't know the circumstances. You don't know if she's asking for the divorce or he's asking. Don't involve yourselves in that drama. You don't need it. Be safe out there, guys. You don't want to get stabbed or shot because of a psycho ex-husband, a psycho husband who doesn't want to let go of his wife. You don't want to be involved in that. So guys, I, again, if you take anything away from this podcast tonight, do not date a woman who's going through a divorce or separated. Leave them alone. Protect yourself. All right. Sorry that happened to you. Well, this is, I didn't know. I didn't know any better because again, I was brand new to the dating world, but it, it was scary. It was terrifying. So yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I, another crazy story I had where uh, I was at a bar and I met this woman and, and it, uh, no, what, what was it? I met this woman. We started talking. She told me she was separate. Here's another separated story. Uh, she tells me she's separated. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. So we start talking and we start drinking and all of a sudden we start making out. I'm like, okay, let me take you home. Uh, she's okay. Here's my address. And then we go to my truck and then we, she starts messing with me. You know what she's doing as I'm driving and she starts getting undressed and we're messing around in the car. She says, I'm right here. And I see this huge Dodge Ram in the driveway. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this your house? She's like, yeah. And she's naked in my truck. And I'm like, who is that? Whose truck is this? She goes, oh, that's my husband. So I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah. And if he finds us out here, he's going to kill us both. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. So she was more or less using me to get him jealous or to get him mad. And I must've got her dressed within 20 seconds and threw her out of my truck and left. It scared the hell out of me. She goes, if he catches us both out here, he's going to kill us both. So again, that's two <laughs> lessons about dating women who are going through a separation. Don't do that, man. It's like I said, don't do it. Learn from my mistakes. Don't do it. My God, that was insane. And it's and I guess the common denominator was they're both wanting to hook up fast. I mean, I know we don't, I know why I'm famous on TikTok because the whole cheating thing. But again, I the lot of the times when I was single, there were so many married women who wanted to hook up. There were so many married women who were willing to do to lie to hook up, to say they were separated and they weren't so they can hook up. So I know guys get the bad rap that they cheat a lot, but there are just as many women in my opinion and in my experience that cheat that were just, uh, that just don't care. So there's just as many female cheaters as there are men, especially with their marriage. So there's a lot of married women out there who are just insanely crazy, man. 
willing to give you anything. I remember this one woman, her, they owned a business and she was willing to pay my rent just so I can sleep with her. I'm like, no, no, I don't want that drama. I don't want your husband coming. No. Yeah. I'll pay your rent. Just, just give it to me. I want it. I'm like, no, I'm good. So again, I, when it comes to married women, uh, they're, they're just as bad as guys, in my opinion. Uh, another crazy story. And I guess this goes to the ladies. Uh, it's, it's a hookup story, but I'm not going to be very vulgar about it. I'm going to be very clean because I know I'm live and et cetera. And I don't want to get banned, but it deals with cats. Okay. <laughs> God, this is gross. Anyway, uh, me and this one girl, it was just a hookup thing. And she's been, she was at my place and then I go to her place and she told me she had a cat and I thought I was fine with that. And if you have a cat, I'm all cool with that. I like cats. I'm more of a dog guy myself. But if you have cats, you have to like get a lint roller and at least have a Roomba to clean the cat hair up from the place. Because if you have clumps of just pet hair, pet dander, just like little mothballs all along the corner of your carpet and in your restroom where you just see cat hair all over the fucking place. Come on. Come on. That's disgusting. So anyway, I go to her place and she's dressed, whatever. We started making out and kissing and I'm performing for her down there. I'm doing my thing. And all of a sudden I'm like, like what? <laughs> I'm just doing, I'm just doing this. Like what the hell's going on? And you know, we're kissing and I'm like, like what? Okay. I like my nose starts to run and we didn't stop. I'm like, I'm like, I'm behind her. And then you just hear, I'm just sniffing. Cause it's like, something's wrong. It's dark. And my nose is just itchy. My eyes, my contacts are just itchy. And I'm like, okay, we can we stop for a second? I don't know what's going on with me. Can you turn on the light? And she's like, fine. She turns on the light. She looks at me. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, what? And she goes, go look in the mirror. She goes, you're like red. And I, <laughs> I go to their restroom. I look in the mirror and I am swollen red. My eyes are glossy demon red. I'm just, it's the cat hair. She also had a few other cats. So it's multiple cats, multiple hairs. And the hair just got on our bodies. And I was just swelling up because I was allergic to the multiple cats. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, God, do you have any uh, Zyrtex something? You please, do you have anything? <laughs> and she goes, yes. And I go, oh my God, I think, I think, I think it's your pet. So she gave us a Zyrtec. I go, can I just jump in the shower? She's like, yeah, sure. And I jump in the shower. I'm just washing myself. But my eyes are glossy and I, my contacts are getting kind of foggy. I looked like I was like a zombie, like infected, about to explode. Like that total recall scene where they go on Mars and the mass visor's gone and their heads is like, ah, the eyes are popping out. <laughs> I looked horrible. I looked horrible. But again, I go, I think I'm, I think I should just go. She goes, yeah, I think you should. <laughs> and we never hooked up again after that. So. Yeah, there was kitty hair everywhere. When you sweat, things get to your skin, certain areas in your body that are wet. There was cat hair everywhere. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. Yes, there was cat hair where you're talking about. Yes, it was disgusting. <laughs> so... Oh my God. So again, ladies, I know you love cats. Cats are fine. But if you invite a guy to his house, to your house, 
just ask me, are you allergic to cats by chance? Uh, are you sure you have cats? Yeah, I'm fine with cats. I love cats. Then, then you're fine. But just you don't want to have a reaction or see a guy just <laughs> have a allergic reaction like I did while you're doing the thing, the dirty deeds done dirt cheap. So again, that was pretty bad. And there you go. There's my dating stories there. Let's see. I didn't expect her to be that large out of the context. <laughs> we, well, I don't know how to be blunt. I don't know how to be. I don't know how to I, how to say this. I'm blunt, but I didn't expect her to be that size. Is that better? I just wasn't expecting that. It's because again, I wasn't, I didn't learn the whole, you need a body profile pic. He just, she was just putting photos of her face with the angle that's up that makes their chin look, you know, thinner and cleavage. That's all I saw. I'm like, oh, she's pretty. Oh my God. No full body picture. I don't like cats. Well, some women don't, some do. Let's see. Uh, I had good experiences on match, not so much on Bumble. Yeah, I never had one date on Bumble. I tried many times, not one time did I ever get a date on Bumble. Why? There's a, there was a lot, always some, I guess maybe San Antonio, I don't know, but there was always white women on dating on Bumble, especially on Bumble. I never saw a Latina on Bumble and I'm just not tall enough for white women. White women are tall. They're like five, eight. I'm five, eight. I usually like a dude to six foot tall or something like that. So I never, that never worked for me. Oh, thank you for the rose, uh, Sophie. <laughs> Sophie, I appreciate that. But, it, like I said, I, I just went on a whole like one hour spiel on dating apps. I think they're, they're a great tool. I think they're a great resource for people to meet other people, especially if you have a limited schedule. Uh, I, I think it's a great tool if you use it right. So if, you're, if, you're not, if you're not putting time and selecting quality photos, writing an intriguing, fun bio that sells you, then you're not going to have success. Th I mean, think about it in the, in, a, in a very artificial term. It's like a product on Amazon. You're more or less like a product and you're selling yourself. Do people want to buy you? Do people want to sync up with you? I mean, you have to put on a good story. You have to, you have to sell yourself. Take good photos. Tell a good everything. If you're not, no one's going to want to buy it, man. Bumble is so much work too. Well... Yeah, women get to message you first. Uh, that was pretty cool. I, I get that. But uh, like I said, maybe one or two messages. But after 30 days, I'm like, man, I'm just not. It didn't work for me at all. But again, Hinge worked for me. Uh, match in Tinder was a hookup date. was for hookups. The fastest I remember hooking up was one night. I remember I just was bored. Open, I, I reactivated my Tinder account on a Saturday. I, I matched up with somebody in my, in my area. I'm like, hey, you know, what are you doing tonight? She's nothing. I'm just home. Like, hey, let's go eat. I'll meet you over here. I'll, I'll buy. I met her. And as I'm talking to her, she, she did. It was an odd thing. We're talking. I'm making her laugh. And she literally does this. She's looking at me and she does this. She does a head nod. And I'm like, what's that? She goes, I'm gonna take you home. And I'm like, okay. Went, did it. She dropped me off in my car and she goes, it was nice meeting you. I'm like, yeah, hey, it was nice meeting you too. I don't know her name. I don't know her, her name. I, I totally forgot her, but that was one night on Tinder. And I was like, wow. And again, I don't mean to boast on these things. I'm, I'm honestly telling you my experience. And, and I know there's a lot of guys who are frustrated with dating as, as I see in the chat. So you got lucky. Yeah, I did. So I know there's a lot of guys in the chat and there's people all over social media who have given up. I just, I just never quitting is not an option for me in anything I do. And it breaks my heart that I see so many people that are heartbroken. And I really hope they're, 
at least they have some real world experience they're basing this decision on. Because if it's just one or two heartbreaks, I mean, that's not enough. That's You can't judge women or give up on women because two women broke your heart or you were treated wrong. I mean, there's so many women out there, man. There's so many different women out there. I think like a lot of us, you guys want the baddies, but you want the baddies to be a trad wife. You want her to be a traditional wife. And that's not going to, that's not going to work. You know, the, you know, the baddie type, you know, the woman, she's curvy, all that stuff. She's got the makeup and extended lashes and hair. They all look the same more or less. Well, there's the baddie version of the guy. The baddie version guy has muscles and tats. He's always posting gym pics. He's got the high and tight haircut. And he, and he swole. That's the male baddie. And I notice a lot of us who are out there go for that. And it never works out. It never does. I mean, you may have a great, passionate, you know, affair or, uh, you know, that type of physical relationship, but it never amounts to anything. So you got to be careful with who you allow in your life and maybe just change your, your taste and all that. But there's a lot of great women out there. You just got to go out there and look, get real world experience, go out there and live, see what life throws at you. You can't live through your phone. And again, don't judge women based off two heartbreaks or three heartbreaks. And if you have three heartbreaks in a row, then you have to ask yourself, well, what am I? Maybe I'm the, I'm the common denominator here. Why do I keep picking these women? What am I doing wrong? Maybe I'm attracting a bad type of woman. Maybe I'm being a little too vulnerable early on and not taking my time to get to know them. What am I doing wrong? Well, I made three mistakes. I'm not going to make that same mistake a fourth time. I'm going to approach it differently and just be more cautious. And that may work out for you. You don't have to give up on women. Ladies, you don't have to give up on men. Just kind of reevaluate your approach and see where that goes. This one, it's, I, I uh, stitched this video. I thought it was hilarious. But this woman, she says she's, uh, I'm a side, you know, there's this new trend on TikTok called like, I'm a side piece or I'm a teacher or I'm a stay at home mom. All these videos. I thought this was hilarious. So let me play this for everybody. And I, I'll, I'll talk about side pieces in a bit. About everything your girlfriend posts on her page. I'm watching her from a fake one. I'm a side piece. Of course, I cook five course meals every time you come over. I have to ask who cooked it better. Who? I'm a side piece. Of course, I know that you stay. She won't let you see the kids if you leave. I mean, why else would you propose to her and take her on vacation, right? I'm a side piece. Like, of course, anytime I see you out on date night with your woman, I'm going to blow you up and drive past whatever <laughs> she tagged you guys in. I'm the accuracy. Of course, I'm going to investigate your wife and feed you information like she's the one who's cheating. I mean, did you oh see my how she leaned on her cousin in those family photos? It's sus. I'm a side piece. Of course I hang with other side pieces. Why would I want friends that don't lie to me to further my delusions? Or hold me accountable for intentionally hurting other women? I'm a side piece. Of course I constantly post about haters and stalkers, even though I'm the hater. <laughs> and the stalker. I'm a side piece. Of course I know you guys live together, but like, don't have sex. I know you sleep on the couch. You're just roommates with the same last name. Oh, the whole roommate lie. I'm a side piece. Of course, I'm going to take you in after your wife kicks you out and then constantly post online about how I saw him, want him, got him, like you picked me. <laughs> you did, right? You picked me, right? You picked me. I'm a side piece. Of course, I'm going to do massively inappropriate things that lag boundaries, like become friends with all of your friends' wives, get a job at the gas station by your house, move into your complex, send our kids oh to my God. to become choir friends, and then further compete with your wife at the bake sale who doesn't even know I exist. 
I'm a side piece. Of course, I'd rather date a man who lives with or off his wife than potentially date a broke one I could build a life with. I'm a side piece. Of course, I don't let my kids eat in the backseat of my car. After all, that's our bedroom. That is hilarious. Of course, I'm going to wait until you break things off with me to front you out. You're not allowed to work out with your wife. I own you. I am your happy ending. That is funny. Side pieces. Oh, my God. (laughs) I I saw that and I just I I think I put a comment there like the accuracy is insane. It's true. It's like the whole side. First off, ladies, like. Yeah. Okay. Cheating is frowned upon. Duh, no shit, right? But why is it so many of you are okay with being the side piece? Again, while dating, I I had quite a few female friends. And a lot of you were dating that married man or not or seeing the married man who I swear he's gonna leave his wife for him. They never left. (laughs) I don't know why you choose to go that route, but it's it's uh, it's not spoken enough. That again, ladies hate cheaters, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone hates cheating, but there's so many women who are willing to be the side piece. But there's rules when it comes to being the side piece. If you're the side piece, you can't get emotionally attached. You can't do that. Know your role, okay? You know, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. is when you can text him. After a 5 p.m., when he's at home and weekends, he's off the chart. He's gone. You can't text him <laughs> after when he's at home. Okay, when he's on vacation, you know you can't communicate. Even if he changes your your profile name to like uh, AutoZone or HEB, and y'all communicate with just icons, like the blue heart icon means that she's not in the room or she is in the room, etc. I don't know why you would put yourself through that. I really don't. I really don't know why you would do that or not. But it, it is hilarious. Uh, but there was one point where I guess I was a side piece and I didn't know it. And that's on me. This is like when I first started dating, it was, there was like a coworker that I didn't know her. And again, it was just, I guess I'm telling the story because again, some of the lies she told me. And I guess I'm, I'm telling the story to kind of give you uh, on what some of these women say when, when you're, you're one and you don't know you're one. Well, I guess I kind of knew I was one, but again, I didn't care. I was like in a dark moment at the moment at the time. And I was at work and me and this woman, she was engaged, but we were just talking about jokes, Nacho Libre. We were just, it it was never, it was never, um, I'd never saw her in that light, but we would always talk about Marvel movies that civil war had just come out. And we love comedies, right? And we just would joke. When I go to work, she, we would just joke about stupid things. She knew I was divorced. She, she, I knew she was engaged. But she always told me, like, uh, I don't know if I should do it or not. She'd always tell me that. I'm like, well, coming from someone who's divorced, I don't think you should. Anyway, so she, I remember this one night, I didn't, they were going to a country bar. And I hadn't gone to a country bar yet. And, and she goes, you should come out with us. And I'm like, well, is your fiance going to go? She's like, no, it's just going to be the girls and the, the coworkers here. And I'm like, well, I don't country dance. She goes, I'll teach you. And I'm like, okay. So that's when um, we go. I'm at, I'm at the place. She goes, oh, we're over here. Or what, what do you want to drink? I'll get you a drink. And anyway, I go, I meet her there. We start talking. And I swear it was, it was nothing sexual. Like I didn't go trying to hook up, but it was, the chemistry was just off the charts, right? 
And uh, she goes, well, I'm gonna go teach you to dance. So she took me out there. She started teaching me how to two-step to Drinking Problem, that one song from, um, forget the name of the band, and a few others. And I noticed like she started looking at me a certain way. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then she started like dancing closer to me and she had just got implants. And she goes, I'm sorry, did my boobs feel weird? I'm like, no, they feel fine. They're just firm and all that. She goes, oh, I just, people just say that they're, they're firm and they just feel different than normal. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I'll take a look. I said, I said, it's a joke like that. I'm like, I'll take a look. And she grabbed me and she takes me to her car and she unbuttons and she shows me her boobs. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And she goes, feel them. Have you ever felt fake uh, uh, implants before? And I'm like, I haven't. I've been married 16 years. She goes, feel them. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. To this day, I regret doing that. <laughs> to this day, I regret leaving, right? But I go, I'm going to go. And uh, I left thinking, no, oh, that's kind of weird. And then we started joking again. And then th this one uh, we, this event came about, another club thing. I went with her and we started making out. And then we started doing things. I'm like, this is not right. You're engaged. You shouldn't be doing this. What's going on? And she goes, I'm not, I don't love him. I don't love him. I don't know why I said yes. I felt sorry for him. He's been good to me. He, he, uh, he's good to my daughter, uh, but I don't love him. He doesn't make me laugh. And I don't know if I should do this or not. I'm like, well, you shouldn't. And she goes, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to cancel the wedding. And so I'm like, okay, so you're going to end it. I'm like, okay, great. Let's go about doing this. So I thought she was going to end it. And then like a couple of times go by, we start messing around a little bit. I'm like, are you talking to him? She was like, yeah, I don't answer the phone as much. I'm kind of distancing myself from him. And, you know, we're, we're getting physical, doing all these things. I'm thinking she's going to end it. And the invitations went out and I got an invitation in the mail. I'm like, why am I getting an invitation to your wedding? And she's like, oh, oh, uh, I, I, did, I, I couldn't make a decision because the invitations went out. But I'm still not going to do it. I'm going to cancel before the, the, um, the rehearsal dinner. And I'm like, okay, so we're still physical doing things. The rehearsal dinner comes and goes. I'm like, what's going on? I think you're lying to me is what I said. And she goes, no, I promise I'm not. I'm not. And the wedding happens and I don't go. And she tells me like, I'm not going to turn in the, the marriage license. No, I love you. I love you. I'm like, whatever. Uh, this is weird. I can't be doing this no more because I was heartbroken. I, I believed her. And she ultimately turned in the license and dropped me in like a dime. And that was it. So I guess I was the last hoorah. I was the last hoorah before, of her having fun before the wedding. I mean, it was great. It was fun, but I, I was lied to. And I'm like, okay, I'm never going to put myself in the situation again. Uh, and then I started dating women who were separated on the date nap. So again, if anybody's ever tied to anybody and they, they make promises and they tell you things, most of the times they're not going to do it. it. They're just thinking for themselves and they're kind of like using you for whatever reasons. I mean, if, if, if a guy's married and he's using you, you're more or less that escape. You're that fantasy. You're doing things in bed that he's begged his wife to do for 20 years and she's never done it, but you're doing it and you love it. You're making him laugh. You're fun. You're full of life. You're not bitter and angry. You, you're making him feel wonderful again. And he's only, he's siphoning that. He's using that. He's, I mean, he's not leaving his family for that, but he's using that. And in a way I was used myself. I don't mind. I mean, looking back, I'm like, it was great. I mean, we had fun, but it was a lesson learned and I wouldn't waste my time again. And I wouldn't advise anybody to do that as well. But yeah, I mean, what, 
I, I guess I was a side piece at one point, so I'm not going to judge women who aren't, especially if you kind of fall into that lie. You, maybe you weren't looking for it. It just happened, especially when you work together. I, I get that because it happened to me. But again, they're never going to leave the person for you, no matter what they say. I don't love him. Or I don't love her. I'm tired of her, et cetera, et cetera. They're going to leave. They're not going to leave. The man knows resex. You're absolutely right. He said the same things to me about his wife. You see? She never, last I heard, they're still married, but I know I definitely imprinted on her. I, I know that for a fact. Uh, Miguel says here, I experienced a lot, a lot of dating stories. The best one was 23 years ago. Wow. I was in Sydney, Australia, April 2001. <laughs> I met an Argentinian woman. She spoke Spanish and she had an Australian accent. Her name was Susan Salas. Okay. I took her on a tour to the USS Constellation. The Sydney Harbor Bridge was lit up. The Sydney Harbor Bridge was so bright with the moon and stars. I told her, I don't know if this is a joke or not, man. So I'm kind of reading this ahead. So hold on. I told her, you are everything I've never knew about. I always wanted. She was six foot. She was six foot, long brown hair. And her smile was like, and that's where he ends the story. That's a great novel, dude. I mean, it's a hell of a great story. I mean, sounds I can picture the whole scene. It sounds like a screenplay is what you sent me, man. Wow. Let's see here. Um, I left for the affair partner. Wasn't happy for a long time. Also, oh, you actually left for the side piece. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, most, and most, yeah. And it didn't work out. I did a survey on my Facebook page last week for last week's podcast and asked everybody, have, do, you, have you, do you know of a couple that has a successful marriage, but they started off as an affair and 20%, it was like 200 people. So it's not a major survey, but 200 people said yes. 20% uh, of them said yes, that they do know of a couple that started off. Well, he was, she was the other woman or the other man, and now they're happily married. So there's a chance it could work. And as always, uh, any tips, super chats on YouTube or stars on Facebook or appreciate it, they go to the overhead of the show. And now that we have a moment, I, I want everybody to do a favor. Do me a favor. Do me a solid. Uh, when you get a moment, go to the Root Advice podcast on Spotify and leave a five-star rating. I, I need more five-star ratings. The more five-star ratings I get, the more exposure the podcast receives. And I, if I don't, don't like the show, if you don't like what I say, you give me a four stars or below. I'm open to criticism, but I want to know why. Leave an explanation why. There's been a couple of people that have like review bombed my podcast with one star. And I'm like, okay, I know I don't have the highest production value of most podcasts, but you know, it, it's not one star level. And I wish they would have left something. But again, uh, if you can do me a favor, I currently have 41 reviews on my Spotify. So if you get a moment sometime this week, just go to Root Device, leave five stars and leave a quick... Uh, Rudy's awesome. Rudy's great. He's got a great smile or Rudy's a jerk, whatever you want to put. Just to kind of help the podcast get exposure because believe it or not, I know uh, TikTok for whatever reason, the podcast, I mean, the, my profile hasn't really grown in a while. I've been stuck at 305,000 for a very long time. It's, it's tough to get views, but YouTube is another story, but Spotify, for whatever reason, I'm getting a lot of great exposure on Spotify. So the podcast format is really working out. So again, if you're listening to this, five star rating, would be greatly appreciated or follow Spotify or Apple, whatever platform you use, uh, a five-star rating would be great. 
I, I would definitely appreciate that. Trish says, I almost dated a homeless man. Oh my God. <laughs> why? <laughs> oh my God, why? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Let's see, what are the comments do we have here? I, uh, Arthur, good friend Arthur here says, I given up on dating apps, just a money pit to train your money period. That's another thing. Like uh, Arthur, I mean, to each their own, if you've given up on dating, I totally respect that. You know, I'm not going to change your mind or try to attempt to do that anyway. But a lot of guys think that dating is a waste of money. I mean, like I said, first dates for me were always drinks. I never went with yachts or five course dinner. All that came later when we actually were an item and I was taking her seriously. So, Dating was never expensive to me at all. I mean, and I was working three jobs and rebuilding my life, saving money for a house that I eventually got. So I didn't spend a lot of money. It wasn't a waste of money. I never led with my wallet because I didn't have one at the time because I was rebuilding my life. So I didn't do the flowers and gifts and all the shit you see on social media. No, I mean, yeah, there's women out there that like that. I just stayed the hell away from them and they stand out like a sore thumb. So I just didn't date them. I just dated regular women, regular, beautiful women. And yeah, there's, I mean, what you see on social media is not a true representation of women. They're out there. I dated a couple of them. It's a waste of time. But again, just, just don't, don't date them. What jobs did you have? Well, my main job, uh, I'm an instructional designer by trade. That's my real job. I drove Uber and um, Lyft on nights and weekends. And I did graphic design. I designed logos on the side. I designed websites on the side um, and had a couple of YouTube channels. So I was just doing a lot of side hustles all over the place, just trying to make ends meet. And it, it, it did suck. But the Uber money, I remember that would be date money. If I had a date on Saturday, I would work Uber Friday and Saturday morning. And that money would be just date money. So Uber was date money. Everything else was just rebuilding credit and saving up to get a house. Uh, you can get flowers are not expensive for a date. No, that's too. I'm a traditional guy. I like to consider myself very chivalrous. Flowers on a date is just no. No, I would not do that. That's just way too much. It's um, a gesture that I think is appropriate for certain times in the dating life. But for a first date, I I think modern women today or the type of women that I dated would have like, that would have been weird. I would not I would not recommend guys to buy flowers on the first date. I mean, a formal event, yes. Valentine's Day, of course. I mean, there's a, there are her birthday. But for a first date, no. I, I, I've never done that. I know. To each their own. I mean, if you're the type of woman who loves flowers, more power to you. It's like, yeah, Mr. G says here, it is a little over the top for a first date. And that can be like maybe... Uh, like, you know, depending on the age of the woman and ick, it can just be like, oh, this is weird. And there's been women that I've dated. Another thing, like I remember I was on a date with a woman buying drinks and the, the waiter comes over and um, I go, I, one check, send it to me. She goes, no, I'll pay for my own. I'm like, no, no, no. I asked you out. I'm going to pay. Guys pay for the first date. She goes, no, I will pay. And she got pretty like, uh, like authoritative. I'm like, okay, if you want to pay, I'm not going to say no. So she paid. Atmosphere was kind of odd, kind of quiet. And I'm like, I didn't mean to offend you. 
And she goes, no, 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 no. She goes, let me explain why. And she goes, Rudy, for the, for the stupidest reasons, I don't know why, in my younger years, she was like 28, so she wasn't that old. She wasn't old at all. But she goes, in my younger years, for whatever reason, whenever men bought me things on a date, whether it was dinner, drinks, bought me flowers, for whatever reason, I felt obligated to give them something in return. Like I owed them something and I gave them whatever they wanted. And I'm not going to do that no more. I'm like, well, no, no, no. I, I'm not implying that you were obligated to give me something. It says, no, 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 you're not, you're not that guy. But it's just something I do for myself. I'll, I'll, I will pay. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. So to your, to your point, um, Zebra, Lion, 11, some women may not accept the flowers because they feel that they may feel that, that odd feeling that they're obligated to give something in return. So again, everyone's different. But for me, I just think it's too much for first date. Way too much. Thank you for the follow, Lizbert19. I need more followers too, man. Like I said, I've been stuck at 305,000 for eight months. I haven't grown at all. That's why you get to know them first and then go out on the first date. Well, I mean, you can only get to know somebody so much on chat, right? So... I think if you want flowers, ladies, you should ask for them like in your bio to kind of set the expectations for the guy. But if I'm coaching any young man right now, I'm, I'm telling them don't do flowers on, on our first date. That's just too, that's too much. But guys offer, guys should pay for the first date since we asked you out. Broke up with a guy for flaking on me and he freaked out and insulted me. Well, sounds like you dodged a bullet. That's great. Yeah, and uh, no ghosting either. I, I, I shared a, this woman. I did a video. This uh, Let me share that video for people who hadn't seen it yet. Where is that video? I like share it. Oh, I can't find it. But yeah, don't ghost people either. I don't believe in ghosting. Uh, if, you, if you're not going to make it, then tell them. And like I said, having a lot of female friends, just kind of talking to them, I, I kind of saw how they reacted when they got ghosted. And like I said, for getting ready for a date, guys, we put on a shirt and jeans, and that's it, comb my hair, we're done. But for women, if they're really into you, they're getting ready for the date days in advance. You know, they're getting their nails done. Well, this is back in the day, right? They're getting their nails done, maybe going to get their hair done get in an outfit, makeup, and they're spending a few days getting ready for that date. And if you cancel on them, you just wasted their time, not just for that specific day, but you, you took a few days out of their life and not showing up. So I don't believe in ghosting. I mean, I did it myself, but I think everybody should be adult enough to say, hey, you know what? It's not going to work. I, I'm not going to be there. I can't go. I don't, I'm not feeling it. I don't feel safe. Whatever the reason, let them know in advance so they can make other changes. Uh, another plans for their evening. That's I think that's as bad. And I honestly think ghosting it kind of ties to how people meet, and it's so informal, it's so impersonable, it's so it's so uh, artificial. Because if you meet somebody on a dating app, all they are is just a JPEG. They're they're a picture and and a, and a chat thread. There's you can't really connect to somebody emotionally like that. I mean, if you got to meet them face to face and got to know them as a person, there's that connection that you develop when you meet somebody face-to-face -face that you don't get with texting. 
and meeting somebody. So I think that's why there's so many people who can ghost somebody because you're nothing. You're just a picture. You're not human. You're just something on my phone. And I think that's why a lot of people were able to do that now. It's so impersonable. I don't, I don't like that. And it's just plain mean. Yeah, I get that too. You need to have a few hours of phone calls. Hours? Holy crap. Uh, you can have those conversations face-to-face. Like when it came to dating, I, I didn't have a rule. This is just what I what I approached it as. Like we, I talked, I spoke to you briefly via text or on the phone, but when it came to the really, the get to know you conversations, the really heavy stuff, I preferred talking to them, talking to you face-to-face. I think that's a better atmosphere and a better place to have those type of discussions uh, versus chats or over the phone. I mean, basic stuff, yeah, but the, the really heavy stuff, I think should be face-to-face. FaceTime is good. FaceTiming works. Haha, I went out with a guy after a month and then he tried setting me up with his bros two days later. Oh my God. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Face-to-face is where it's at. Yeah. I'm totally down for that. Yes, it's a process that I have changed a few times. Yeah, to each their own. Like I said, to each their own. Everyone's schedule's different. Everyone, whatever works for the person, you just have to adapt and be fluid with whoever you're, you're dating. Like I said, what if you're dating someone who is an introvert? There are many women I dated who are like crazy introverts. Like they, not crazy, crazy, but just like they stressed out just going to the store. They just stayed home and just had everything delivered. They didn't want to go out. Okay, and that's why they went on dating apps. Should men FaceTime before first date? I think that's something. I think there's nothing wrong with that. FaceTiming is fine. Just so you can at least. I think I FaceTimed purposely to see if she looked like her photos. If she looked any different. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Uh, When I the other story where I said that, like the photos where I learned. uh, Here's another crazy dating story. (laughs) Um, And it deals and has to deal with a white girl. So here's a white girl story. <laughs> so anyway, you remember when I said earlier that I I learned that, hey, you need a full body picture. Well, this is still me in the early days where this one woman, again, all her photos were just the angle up, smile, real pretty and cleavage and all that. And um, whatchamacallit, and that's fine. I'm like, okay, no full body picture. I didn't know any better. We started talking and again, white girl. And I'm like, hey, date my first white girl. Holy crap, this is gonna be fun. Because <laughs> I had date nothing but Latinas. Uh, my entire life. Anyway, we were talking. I didn't ask for a body pic. And the, where we're going to be at this club, right? And she goes, I'll, I'll go to, I go to this hip hop bar uh, downtown on St. Mary's. And I'm like, hip hop? You, you're, in, you're into hip hop? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So anyway, I, I, there's a bar across the street from the hip hop place. And I'm, ta- I'm with a friend of mine, a dude. I'm like, dude, I don't even like hip hop, but I guess I'll go. I mean, do white girls like hip hop? I'm like, he's like, yeah, they, I mean, they all, they, Drake is a big thing and all that shit. Like, she was younger, right? Cause I was like, what, 40? She was like 28, 24, or something like that. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm texting her. Hey, I'm on my way. I'm across the street. I'll be there in a few minutes. She's like, okay. So I'm walking to the place and uh, I'm looking for her. And uh, all of a sudden, I see a bunch of black guys <laughs> surrounding this one girl. And I'm like, where are you at? I can't see. She's like, she's like, I'm right here. I'm like, oh. And the black guy turned on the part and I see her and she's like beautiful, thin up here, but she had the biggest booty I've ever seen in my life. 
I'm like, whoa. And I try not to react. I'm like, she was like, really, really, really curvy, but this bigger than what I expected. Cause again, the photos said something else. And I'm like, is that you? She's like, hi, come here. And I walk in, all these black guys are looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and I'm like, am I gonna get my ass kicked? I walked in, I walked in between them. I'm like, hey, what's up? And like, it's your birthday, right? Yeah, let's get you a drink. And now these guys are just all these black guys looking at me like they didn't kick my ass. <laughs> and I'm like, is it, are they your friends? Or who are these guys? She's oh, they you know, they're just they're here, they're friends of friends, and they're just coming to see how birthday. I'm like, they're very protective of you. I, I get that sense. She says, oh, yeah, they, that's just him. And I'm like, okay. But I just felt them staring at me this entire time. And I'm like, uh, it's, I said as a joke, did you date any of them? Like any of your ex-boyfriends? I'm getting the ex-boyfriend vibes. So, yeah, I dated a couple of them. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Well, let me get you that drink. What are you drinking? It was like a champagne martini, something like that. It's like a martini with champagne. And uh, I went ahead and got her the drink. And I'm like, okay, well, like a... I, I'm not really feeling this. I'm, I'm going to go. You have a wonderful evening. You know what? I told the bartender, here's another 20. Buy her whatever she wants, you know, but I, I'm not feeling this. I I, I don't feel safe. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I'm just getting the look. And she's like, okay, that's fine. No, fine. Take care. Bye. And I left and I, oh my God. So yeah, they were very protective of her. Uh, like, I don't know what it is. Like uh, the, the white girl, the big white girl and the black dude, like they, they love that. So it's like, oh my God, I'm not going to get involved in that. I'm going to walk away. I'm cool. <laughs> y'all y'all have fun. I'm out of here. I'm <laughs> and my friend was laughing at me. He was like, you didn't see, you know how she looked? I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't. Anyway, that was a funny story. I just thought I'd share that. I was going to get my ass kicked because <laughs> they were sizing me up. <laughs> I grew up on the east side, man, of San Antonio. I know what sizing up means. And I know that feeling, all right? I grew up in the ghetto, for Christ's sake. Poor Mexican, the poor Mexican and black ghetto. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that was a pretty fun night. And I knew, okay, full body photos. I won't forget that. <laughs> uh, dating rules. Um, uh, what a rule? Dating rules. Okay, I guess this will be my last question here. Uh, dating rules, I guess, uh, be honest with yourself, be honest with what you're looking for and what you want. Don't lie. Lies catch up and just be in a, in a healthy space. You can't be heartbroken. You can't be bitter. You can't be uh, upset about an ex, you know, just angry with life because it's not going to work for you. Right. You need to be in a good, healthy place and mindset and, uh, put yourself out there. You're going to get hard. You're going to get rejected. Everyone gets rejected. You're going to, you're going to things aren't going to work out. Uh, you are going to date somebody, then they're going to turn around and they're, they're going to be a total lie. Like, I thought you were this and that. And you're going to, that's going to happen. That's just normal. You shouldn't see it as an end all be all. Like I'm giving up on men because of my three, four experiences. I mean, or women, you shouldn't give up on women because of three or four experiences. I mean, yeah, just make better choices and understand yourself and why you're picking these type of women, all these things. Just so, I guess that's my advice. Like I said, I'm, and I'm saying that because there was too many people. Uh, there's too many people out there that are dating who are heartbroken and angry or dating to try to get their, their ex jealous or trying to get over their ex by dating somebody else. And you shouldn't use anybody to get over your ex. You shouldn't be using somebody because that's unfair to that person. Because what if this guy is a really good guy and you're dating him and he's treating you wonderful. He's doing all the right things. And then all of a sudden you tell him, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I'm looking for. And he's like, Why? 
but deep down, you know, it's your ex. You still want to go back to him. That's unfair to that dude. It's wrong of you. And I hope karma comes and what comes around goes around. And that's how you create the bitter uh, man, the, the bitter dude who just wants to hook up and do things. Because I'm not going to waste my time. I wasted my time and look what happened. So it's just like this cycle, this endless cycle of bullshit. And there are just as many women out there doing it. There's just as many dudes out there doing it. So, and I think we all are, we all know that we're all adults here. And I think we see the signs and we see all the signals. And for whatever reason, like I said, if they're hot, we choose to ignore them and fall into that space. And a lot of us have the avoid uh, the avoidant attachment style uh, where you purposely look for people who you know are not long-term partners because you're scared to death of the nice guy. You're scared to death of like the real deal, holy field in front of you because you're not ready for forever. You're not ready for that. You still like the variety. So you know these toxic decisions and choices are going to be short-term. They're going to be maybe a fun roller coaster emotional ride of just sex and fun fights, but it's not going to last longer than three months. And you're going to go about look for somebody else. And when the good person comes up in front of you, it scares you because you've never had that good person in front of you. The real thing, your body doesn't know how to react to that because you're used to the dopamine and the, the fights. You're used to the toxic um, being treated horribly. You're used to inconsiderate people. And now you have a nice person in front of you and you're like, what? This is weird. Your body's in shock because it doesn't have that same feeling. And it's like, oh, this is a good person. And then you tell them, you know what? You're too good for me. And that's fucked up because again, that what you're saying is you're damaged and you shouldn't be dating. You say you want the real guy. You want long-term commitment. Then you get it and you're not ready up here because you're used to the toxic bullshit. And we all do that. I was used to the toxic lifestyle for a long time, and it took me almost a year to detox my body to be ready for a long-term relationship with my love, which your body's so used to the variety. It's so used to the fun, the spontaneousness. You like fighting because the makeup sex is amazing. You like that toxic life, and it's, it's unhealthy. It's a waste of fucking time. But if that's all you've known for the past 20 years, your body doesn't know how to react to the good guy or the good person. So again... In closing here, everybody, there's a lot of people out there who don't know what a good relationship is because that's all they've picked. And if you know, and if you are that person, you need to go to therapy and get your brain reset and just kind of detox because there's a lot of women out there who've never been single because they're so gorgeous and hot, but they keep picking the same guy. And when he falls in love, that's when they leave or vice versa, whatever the case is. So again, there's a lot of people out there mentally who just need to just fix themselves before putting themselves out there. Hold on. Erica Shock says, I think nice guys should finish first. I'm looking for a good one, but looks still matter. Of course, looks still matter. You got to be the best version of you, the best, whatever you are. I mean, and ladies, just again, I've said this many times. Men like curvy women. We, we love curves. All right. We, I mean, we see, we see the uh, IG models, but again, we all know that's like 50, 40, 30 grand in surgery. So it's a fantasy. So yeah, we like it because we're attracted to it, but we don't necessarily want to marry that or date that. That's just a fantasy. Men love natural curvy women. And again, just stay sexy, stay beautiful, be the best you you can be. And same goes for guys. Guys, take care of yourselves. Have 
<laughs> the basic, the basic things, man, the good smile, no breath that stinks, you know, <laughs> clothes that fits you work out. You don't need a six pack. You don't need a be cut. Just be in good shape. Just be the best version of you. Yeah. Look at, look at the guy. Daniel says, I like real women. I'm telling you guys, I mean, we love curves. We love curvy women. My fiance, with our, he just had our son. I'm like, keep all this. Don't let it go. <laughs> we like curvy, natural women. Like, um, we're, I don't know if you guys like shows or if you, I don't know if you guys have been to a burlesque show. My, my fiance introduced me to burlesque shows. I had never been to a burlesque show. I've been to strip clubs, of course, but I've never been to a burlesque show. I find burlesque shows sexy as hell. And the women who are in burlesque, burlesque shows, I think, are more sexier than what you see at strip clubs. They're natural women. They're cellulites. They're curvy. But it's the presentation. It's how they present themselves. That's what makes them sexy. It's that confidence and using that female magnetism and that sex appeal. I mean, I just love, in other words, but the point of what I'm trying to say is natural women are beautiful and guys like that. Guys want that. So again, I know you see social media and all of us liking those booty posts, but again, yeah, we're visual. We'll like it, but we don't want to marry that. We want to do one thing with it and that's it. Guys, am I wrong? To all the guys in the chat, Facebook, YouTube, Am I wrong? Tell me I'm right. Come on, let them know that we're right. See, Daniel says I'm right. And Mr. G says I'm not right. <laughs> okay, well then the hell with you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I am kidding. But I'm just telling you from a guy's point of view. Oh, you're right on the money. Okay, there you go. Ladies, I'm just being honest. Danny here. See? That's what we like. We do we love curves. We don't need the, the flat, you know, the washboard abs, all that. I mean, if you have it, great. But guys just like curvy women. And you know, when we say keep up with yourself, it's like keep that sexiness, that confidence and how you feel about yourself. Makeup, you know, make doll up, things like that. It's all confidence. Yeah, um, you know, you would have. Robert says, I agree. You see, all the guys are saying they agree with me, ladies. So there you go. I, I, I'm never going to lie. You know, you wouldn't have had a chance with them. Speak for yourself, pal. J-Lo curves. Oh, that's fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all about how you embrace yourself. Yeah. More cushion. There you go. For, there you go. Let's see. Uh, Danny says, I see other people on people, YouTube content, playing your podcast. Dope, man. Really? Other people are using my content. Really? I mean, I don't mind. I'm all cool with that. But um, I, I know uh, we, we talk on Facebook as uh, message me on Facebook. Those clips, if you don't mind me, um, if you don't mind doing that for me, because I'm really interested in seeing what they're saying. But cool. Hold up. What's going on? Hmm. No blushing. <laughs> No bruising. There's hope for everyone. I'm 71 after 21 years divorce. Well, there you go. There you go. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. Why do I only attract lawyers? <laughs> I despise them. You probably work in the legal field. That's why. I don't know. That means you're the leader of the pack. Well, after like two years of just constant hate and being called simp, 
I guess they're finally listening. I don't know. <laughs> it works. Everybody, the, the few people that I've coached, it worked. And they're in a good place. My ex is... Hold on. My ex likes to be disrespectful, then call me crazy when I yell. Well, there's a reason he's next then, right? I don't date ladies that are attorneys. I dated one. And she liked to be dominated in bed because she was so authoritative and she made decisions at work. She liked to be dominated in bed. So there you go. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, never give up hope. Like I said, um, I met my fiance. It's, it's going to be five years. We met in 2019. And there's so many times she should have dumped me, but she didn't because she she loved me and she loved what she saw and who I was. But I was just such a mess because all I had dated was just toxic women. But the woman that I've always wanted, the woman that just gave me a different perspective in life, that like who showed me this is what a peaceful relationship looks like. This is what a healthy relationship looks like. I didn't get that, guys, until I was 40. 44. So if you're young, I didn't say I went through a lot of women, but again, it took me a long time to find that woman. But again, I never gave up hope. I never hated women. I never gave up on women. I took some time to myself to kind of reevaluate some decisions I made. Yeah, but I found the right woman at 45, 40, 44. So it takes time. Just don't give up and just learn from your mistakes. Keep putting yourself out there. You never know. You never know. I got mine, and I'm never, I'm never, I'm never letting it go. Never. Congratulations on a healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah, it's been five years already. I'm a paralegal. Don't judge me. No, I don't judge women who are paralegals. I judge women who drive Ultimas. <laughs> Y'all are the dangerous ones. Uh, I just dumped my ex. I couldn't handle. I was so unhappy and thought the contrary. What's the age difference between me and my fiance? Um, she's, well, she's 38 now. I'm 46. No, she's, yeah, eight years. Eight years younger. I'm just, I'm a just married Jesus. Jesus? Like, is he a friend of yours or who? Laugh a lot. Guys my age like to poke my buttons. Too much fun. Oh, you mean Jesus, like as in Christ. <laughs> I'm like, who's Jesus? Well, don't give up. I mean, just be... I mean, um, uh, while I was dating, I dated, uh, again, I started dating at 39. A lot of women I dated, the average age was like 24, 26, 28, 30, 32, they're always 10, 15 years younger than me. And a lot of them said they hated dating younger guys because of the immaturity. They would get wasted and drunk and they would constantly fight. And the older guys are mature. So that's why I had, they dated older men like me. So uh, to the younger guys watching, I mean, I understand you may be, uh, that may anger you. That would definitely anger me if I was in a young place. So, but just understand if you get your life together and you're older, that's your time. That's when things start happening for you. So just be cognizant of that.
that are all scammers, what side do you really recommend? Like I said, Hinge, Hinge worked for me. And again, I haven't been on a dating app since 2019. So Hinge worked for me. I had to get a sponsorship for Hinge. Do you guys realize that all Asian women are not shaped like anime characters? Uh, the woman I, I was talking about earlier with the fiance, she was Asian. Uh, she was not shaped like uh, anime, but she was oof, very nice. I'm 47, but look younger. I want to date men 60 plus years or older. Whoa, okay. I want somebody half dead. Is this the lawyer that we're talking? The one who all the lawyers hit on you? Is there any reason why you want to date somebody who's half dead from a legal standpoint? Yeah, being alive is good. They like him for that insurance. Probably. You see, and that ties to my that that sponsorship video I did for public data check. You know, I did a kind of video like you're dating a girl. You, you meet the woman who's obsessed with serial killer and crime documentaries. And all she's talking about is death and murder. And you're going to go to her house and you want to check if she's got like if she's got a record. So you go to public data check. <laughs> yeah, that that's definitely a, a red flag there. I would do a background check for you. <laughs> Yeah, you women are so obsessed with murderers, man. Like uh, any skinder and wore her skin like a skin suit, dance in the moonlight. Like, what are we watching? Ed who? Ed Gein? Really? Wow. I mean, I like horror movies, but it's just fiction. We're talking about real shit here. Like, okay. There was a real Buffalo Bill? I didn't know that. <laughs> you see, Lindsay just confirmed. She says she loves that shit. That's another thing, guys. I think another thing that made me successful with women is I love horror movies. Look in the background. There's Beetlejuice, Scream, Eternal Living Dead. So if you love horror, there's date a woman who loves horror movies. They're the best. Oh, they're the best. Movie night, just watching horror movies under the blankets. Genitals touching. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> oh my God. She says it's accurate. There you go. Horror movies. Horror movies and SEX, man. That's the best. It's the best. I got to get that sound bite of Nacho Libre. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, let's see what else we have. How do we? I was supposed to end the podcast, what, 30 minutes ago? Everyone's laughing over here. Yeah. So let me ask, ladies, um, why is it? that you love horror and you love murder and you love serial killer documentaries. I, I'm, I'm curious about that. My, my fiance loves that shit. And like I said, we would go to bed watching like living with evil and shit like that. Like you, you guys are obsessed with murders and I'm like, okay, is it like a sexual thing? What, what's going on? So I would love to know why since we have 155, probably women in the chat here. Um, why you like murder shows. I have no idea, but I love it. Yes, you do. You, if it's a sexual, I don't know, maybe get your rocks off. I don't know, but it's, I just don't get it. I think it's perception or just in case predictability. <laughs> oh my God. That's a, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. You find it relaxing. Yeah, you and I would probably get along because uh, the horror movies, like, I can watch a movie about demons or whatever. The, the most grotesque shit and I'll sleep soundly like a baby. 
she took a hammer and nail and sent it through his temples. Across. So she, okay, Rocky Mountain Redneck, that's a little, that you need to calm, pull back a little bit. Who else are we going to gauge who the killers are? I guess you made a point. If I know, <laughs> you know what? That's the next, the next topic for the podcast is like women's obsession with serial killers. Maybe my love witch will co-host for me and ask her why the hell she's obsessed with that. So odd. Yeah, Rocky is scary, Daniel. I'll watch out for her. Or if you're into that, hey, message her. <laughs> Just kidding. How to spot how to spot a, a narcissist. That's another thing. Okay. You, everybody knows a narcissist is a diagnosable uh, item, right? You just can't call somebody a narcissist. They have to be diagnosed by a doctor to find out if they have that one chemical that's not present to state if he is one. And I let me just, just do a search on Google right here. What is the percentage of men that are narcissists in the United States? According to research data, between 0.5% and 5% of people in the U.S. may have it. There you go. We're talking less than a percent of men who are actually diagnosed as narcissists medically. So I think a lot of you just kind of need to stop using that word because that's not the case. The women and men don't need an official diagnosis. Okay. Us ladies don't need a doctor's. <laughs> we know a narcissist by the way. I, okay. Is it? Okay. Just for everybody's reference. Hold up. Google. What is a narcissist? Okay. Let's see. That income. I want the textbook definition. A narcissism is a personality style that involves being self-centered and preoccupied with oneself and one's needs. Narcissists often have a sense of entitlement, which means they believe they deserve special treatment and that the world owes them something. They may also have an exaggerated sense of self-importance, a need for admiration and lack of empathy. Personality, narcissistic personality disorder, or known as NPD, is a mental health condition that involves having an unreasonably high sense of self-importance. People with NPD may have the following symptoms. A sense of self-importance, preoccupied with power, beauty, or success, feeling entitled, only being able to be around people who are important or special, exploiting others for their own gain, being arrogant, lacking empathy, needing to be admired, needing to seek too much attention, wanting people to admire them, Lacking the ability to care about the feelings of others. So that's a big one. Okay. NPD can affect, uh, can affect how someone views themselves and relates to others. The need to express, excuse me, the need to impress others or feel important can be strong enough to drive harmful behaviors, negatively affecting the person and those around them. In relationships, narcissists may seem cold or emotionally unavailable. That was me. <laughs> they may struggle to provide an emotional support uh, and empathy with their partner's needs. Uh, they may be dismissive of their party of their partner's feelings or needs, focusing primarily on their own well-being and satisfaction. Well, the more I hear about these narcissists, the more I think he's a real jerk. 
Yeah, I think it just described me too. Right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hammer and nails, lady. Hammer. Okay, that's twice Rocky Mountain Redneck has expressed violence with a hammer and nails. So, guys, public data check. <laughs> it's almost impossible to diagnose because they do not talk about, they don't talk bad about themselves. Uh, you know what? It's funny. I, I can name three women that I dated who are like that. So I don't think it's just a male type of of uh, disorder, whatever the case is. The more I read about that, it sounds like they were brought up with that type of behavior. Like I'm thinking like a mom or like an overpowering mom boy, a boy mom who was just like, my son is precious. My son can do no wrong. My son is my baby. So from a very early age, maybe he was just brought up. I'm special. I'm bright. I'm going to be important someday. Um, maybe the mother has something to do with that. The origin of that. Cause these guys just didn't become that, right? It's like, if we're going to get like with psychology here. I mean, it has to be in red embedded, them, embedded in them. So sounds like maybe the mom kind of fueled that or his upbringing. I don't know. I already have two kids. I don't need a man child. Oh, you got plenty of hammer and nails is what you got. <laughs> I think narcissism is brought from some sort of trauma. Maybe I don't, I'm not a, pretending I'm a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I'm not, I've never known one. I've known a few women, but I just left. But again, I think it's based on how they were raised. Cause if you think um, if somebody's told at a very young age, you're special, they're going to be something big, you know, how dare you hit my son, question my son, all these types of things, that type of upbringing, they're going to have that entitlement type of approach. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Anyway, that is insanely funny. You know what? In the next episode I'm going to do is going to be why women love murderers and serial killers, because that's a fun topic. <laughs> I really want to dive into that. And then I'm going to do the narcissistic thing. Maybe I'll have a, I'll bring a narcissist on board and talk to him like, are you really a narcissist? Is it all about you? <laughs> I don't know. Get, Rob, get Robbie Harvey on here. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Anyway, I got I got to end the show because it's midnight in my time, and me, and my fiance, are watching the show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I love it. I recommend it. But I got to end it so we can go catch an episode. Anyway. In closing, everybody, I want to thank everybody for being on the be part of the show, the engagement, the comments. This was a really fun show. Uh, I'm going to do more of these, of course. And if, again, some takeaways for everybody: go to Spotify or Apple Music, wherever your listening platform you have. Find the Rude Device Podcast, leave five stars and a review to help boost the the program so it can get more exposure. If you're watching on YouTube, please consider subscribing or being a channel member. If you're on Facebook, send some stars, subscribe you know, follow, share, whatever you'd like to do. Leave some feedback, help support the show. I love every single one of y'all. Good night, everybody. You guys are the best. Lisa, haven't seen you forever. Where have you been? But anyway, thank you so much, everybody. Good night. Take care and look out for yourselves. All right. Sincerely look out for yourselves. Be careful who you allow into your life, especially women who are obsessed with murder shows. <laughs> okay, bye.